ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 proudly present the Killer Bees. Definitely a fan of the Killer Bees. Don't sweat the technique. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Decoy, here now are the Killer Bees, Jill Blank and Jeremy Branham. Oh, hell yeah. You about to get all stung up. No uh, no blankers today. DNP personal reasons. What are those personal reasons? 713-780-3776. Wrong answers only. Uh, the decoys are a perfect spot, though. You're getting off work. You're probably getting off work right around now. Uh, well, there's happy hour here every weekday until 7 p.m., so plenty of time to get here for your happy hour uh, here out in Spring Branch. $3 Modelo, $4 Fireball, $5 House Wine, and $6 Tito's. This is your perfect spot for every day happy hour. It's also the best spot for holiday parties, for corporate events, birthday parties, networking events. They'll host it here. It's fantastic. Uh, college football bowl games throughout. You have wall-to-wall TVs, indoor 24-foot TV wall. Outdoor, there's a 185-inch big screen. All your NFL games. One of the coolest things, UFC, boxing fights, every place around town charges a cover. Not the decoy like Jay Paul fighting tomorrow. If you can call it that, uh, no cover though. Everybody's going to want to watch it. It might not be a real fight, but it is everybody. Something everybody wants to watch. No cover. UFC 296, great card. No cover. Jesse Bam Rodriguez Saturday, no cover. So uh, keep that in mind when you're looking to do some uh, weekend planning. The decoy, no covers for any of their fights. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Wife won't watch basketball because of the squeaky shoes. She oh. says it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. I that's, love that sound. That's funny, though. I could fall asleep to that sound every night. It's one of my favorite sounds. What's your What's your wife's favorite uh, sporting event to go to? Uh, whatever play they're showing at the uh, what the Moody Hall or whatever they call it. Fair. Yeah, she likes to go to plays. I understand. It's not no, it's not sports. She probably she's probably basketball. I think that's. I think I think my wife's the same. I she'll think go basketball. to some, she'll go to some U of H game basketball yeah, game. I think basketball is her favorite. Yeah, to she'll go, go to. to. It's probably because it's the fastest too. Uh, I, I, think, I think so too. <laughs> it's like you're in and out pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, you can you can just count on being there for two hours and then leaving. Six one seven one. I got zero complaining. The solution, no wife. There you go. There you go. There's that. It's fair. Fair. There, there's that. Andrew was uh, talking in my ear during the break. He said, why didn't we have a white elephant with the station? We should have had a white elephant game with all of our, all, everybody that works at the station. We have, I mean, the we Christmas parties the, next week. The video staff can film it and put it out on social. It'll be funny. Oh, yeah, like, White right. elephant with ESPN 97.5. What could go wrong? You get the highlights. You get the lowlights. You get the fights. It'd be great. Should we try to put that together by next Friday? I, I don't really care. I won't be here next Friday. Oh, you're not going to be at the Christmas party. <laughs> well, y'all should. For, I mean, I would recommend you do it. We are going to do uh, – there's going to be competitions going on during the day, I believe. I know not just for the bench when they're at uh, Klein's, but when we're at Nick's place the rest of the day. I think we are going to do some uh, some competitions and giveaways. At least I was told to come up with some games. I do believe we will be doing a What Up H-Town competition. Oh, really? I think we are going to find some stuff, some good stuff to give away. Like the best person? The best person. Just like <laughs> during breaks, we're going to like whoever wants to do it. When we're out there, Joel and I will be there from 3 to 6. That's great. We're going to do a What Up H-Town competition. That sounds fun. Uh, tomorrow we'll be hitting the road again. We'll be broadcasting live from Kobo's all day. We celebrate the two-year anniversary Kobo's winning Culture Maps Award for being Houston's ultimate sports bar as well. Uh, get the great food as you always can at Kobo's. Get the great drinks and hang out with your favorite station all day Friday. Kobo's two-year anniversary. Cannot wait uh, to be out there tomorrow. All right, so Pro Football Focus. This guy puts out the uh, his top free agents around this time every year. And not often have we looked at the top 50 potential free agents and seen Houston Texans on this list. Uh, it's been a while. 
three Houston Texans make the top 50 upcoming free agents list. One of those, Steven Nelson. The other one's Dalton Schultz. And the final one's John Grenard. So the Houston, as we've been talking about all year, the Houston Texans have some decisions to make entering free agency coming up in the next couple of months. They project Steven Nelson's contract. We'll just go through these real quick. Say they project a contract and whether or not you'd want to keep them or not. Two years, $14.5 million, 7.25 AAV, 8.5 million total guaranteed. I, I, like, I look more at the yearly salary because that's how much of the cap they're taking. I think it's the better way to look at it. So 7.25 for Steven Nelson, two-year deal. you doing that to keep the Texans corner around. You think he's he, – he can't – could he ever move inside? If you wanted him to, I don't know. Like his skill set, to me, I don't really think so. I mean, I would, I would still do it regardless because I know we're gonna do more draft in the next segment. But like, cornerback yeah. is definitely gonna be up for discussion when we do it um, in ten minutes from now. But like, I, I do think that I would do two years, fourteen and a half million for Steven Nelson. I don't. Is that is that really what his market is? Does I would think you would. I, I feel like all. No, I feel it's like a little bit low. Okay. Okay. I feel like it's a little bit low for Steven. Just Nelson. at his age, I'm a little surprised. Yeah, because we've seen like Stephon Gilmore hasn't really got paid since like he he got his first initial contract, um, but like he's not making a ton of money in Dallas right now. I just I'm not sure with his age how much Gilmore really would get. But if, if that's what it is, based on how much cap space they have, 100 percent I'm doing that deal. Let's see, Steven Nelson this year is making he got the bump. Like he's four. at five and a half. After the race. Oh, man, that's a minimal bump. I'm definitely doing that. He was at four and a half, and then they bumped him up to five and a half. How high would you go? Two-year deal. See, this is kind of what's interesting to me because I talked to – like there was people I was having some conversations with when I posted these contracts. And there's some thought that you want to – that the Texans should go corner in the first round. The issue with, like, looking at it that way is you really don't know what's going to be there. So I don't know if you can plan – for a position in the draft, whenever you're drafting as late as you're going to be drafting. Yeah, you, you have right no idea. 24. You have no idea what the board's going to look like when you're drafting. So I don't think that you can go through free agency with like, well, we're going to lock up a player in this position in the draft, so we're going to leave it open in free agency. I think it's a dangerous game to play, especially for a team that I think should be playoff hopeful next year. I, I would I would do this. Like, he's one of your captains now, so it's a, it means D'Amico likes him. Like, he's not going to just name some random guy a captain. So... I would do this with Steven Nelson. The hesitation that I have is I wouldn't hate drafting a corner in the first round, but again, you can't plan for it. And now if you're drafting a corner in the first round, it makes things kind of tricky because Stingley's not an inside guy. I don't think Nelson's really an inside guy. Whoever you're drafting in the first round is not really a nickel guy because nickel guys don't usually go in the first round unless you're drafting like one of those safeties, Mm -hmm. star position players. So I would do it. But if I'm drafting this corner in the first round, it's really going to make him mad because he's now not one of my top two corners, and I don't want a draft pick that I'm making in the first round not to be playing. Yeah, that's true. It's just, but you're right. It's so hard. If like, let's say it's everything sticks two, and they they, they draft twenty fourth, you're drafting the best pos- player available at any position besides quarterback. Yeah, most likely. I mean, even if it's a right tackle, I think you're making that move in the draft. I, I'm not. Whatever they need is there. They need everything. They need linebacker. They need safety help. They need corner help. Like at, at twenty four, you're just getting the best player on your board. So and you have no idea what your board's going to look like. Exactly. Well, like you have no clue. No clue what it's going to look like whenever you're draft. The day of, you have no clue. Yeah, what I mean, it's, look and like. Then, like, it's hard to like look at mock drafts now and try to get a read on it because it's so early. But even then, I mean, like everyone keeps saying, I keep seeing Obuka from Ohio State, the wide receiver. Yeah. There, but then also I see him at like fourteen. Yeah. 
So he's all over the place. Like, I don't know if he's there at 24. The top receivers and tight end might be gone. Yes. Might be gone at that point, which brings you to the, the tight end for the Texans. Uh, 36th best free agent, according to Pro Football Focus, Dalton Schultz. The contract for Dalton Schultz, three years, $33 million, $11 million per year. You doing that? Uh, do you know offhand where that puts him with the rest of the tight ends? No. But honestly, I, my answer is yes. I'm doing that one as well. And I'm think, trying to think of as Nick Casera. So I'm, I'm, signing, I'm signing Steven Nelson. I'm signing Dalton Schultz. Partially because I don't think Nick Casario, when you look at this roster and where it stands today and how this team has performed, I don't think he evaluates the tight end position very well. And I think he finally found an answer. Like, he's been here for two years. This is his third year. And Brevin Jordan is his best option, who has his most career catches in the game. is like four. So I'm I'm keeping Dalton Schultz. I think that makes sense. See, I'm out, I'm actually out on this contract. A um, okay. little bit injury prone. I don't think he's very good blocking the run. It does the, hurt you. The rush blocking has been a problem. I also think that like Hunter Henry is going to be a free agent. Jacecki's going to be a free agent. I think that there's a lot of similar players that are going to be available in free agency where you can say, okay, those are our pool of guys. We'll take any one of them, and then you kind of you know negotiate, weigh out the market, and you sign one of them on a, a cheaper deal. I don't think that you need to be looking at Dalton Schultz for you know three years and thirty three million dollars. I, I, I and plus, like I, I might like the other guys a little bit more. Like Hunter Henry, somebody that intrigues me a lot. He's had injuries in his career. He's a uh, little older. Jacecki should be short term deal. But also because this offense is, I think, going to be really good, C.J. Stroud's your quarterback, I think there is a lot of players that are similar to Dalton Schultz that I can find out in free agency without giving a huge guaranteed contract to. So I would actually be out on Dalton Schultz. Interesting. One guy that I'm the, looking the at. The $11 million will be fourth in the entire NFL from a oh, yearly perspective. Then never mind. It would be fourth in the NFL. I changed my mind. I'm out. Yeah, it would be after – I take it back. I said that wrong. It would be actually be closer to just outside of the top ten. So yeah, around, I mean, it's 12, probably 13. right in his evaluation. I don't know. That's so tough because like the market's not great. You have Hunter Henry. You have one guy that honestly I love. Maybe it's a fantasy thing that I can't get out of my mind. But like, there's just moments where I watch the Bengals and I'm like, okay, I think I love Irv Smith. Yeah, He's 25. You might be able to find guys that can much cheaper give you the same results as Dalton Schultz. But I think you need to add or keep your wide receiver room or your your possession receiver room similar. And I think keeping Schultz is a positive. I just think that you can find a tight end that's just as good for cheaper, cheaper. than that total contract. Kind of like the same way you found Schultz on a one-year deal. I will deal, say, I think million. That, we talked about Steven Nelson, maybe that contract's light. I think this is the opposite. I think that contract, that contract is way too much. The final one, John Gernard. And first time he's been in double-digit sacks. He's having a career year. They have him as the 38th best free agent. Three years, 47 and a quarter million. It's just under $16 million per year with about $32 million guarantees. So yes. Number $16 million per year, basically, for John Gernard. Uh, this is a poor evaluation, I think, on their part. I, I do, too. I, I think that contract is off. Now, the... The counterpoint would be that it's a pretty strong free agent class in defensive ends. Sure. So because there's a, a lot of it, does it saturate the market and bring the hole down? Now, the counterpoint to the counterpoint is that a lot of these defensive ends, I bet you get franchise tagged. I would agree. Dan- Daniel Hunter, he's a mix. He could be. Josh Allen will be franchise tag for sure. I, I Honestly, I would be shocked if it's that low. 
I would, it's such can, an immediate yes. Mm-hmm. Of like, no question. $16.5 million, no questions. I'm in. Sign me up for Jonathan Grenard at that price. That immediately makes me feel like he's going to cost more than that. 16, uh, $16 million a year would be 12th in the NFL currently. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would. And price is going to go up. Like we just mentioned, a bunch of those other free agents that are probably going to get more than John Grenard. I would, so it'd probably be around somewhere between the fifteenth to twentieth highest paid salary for defensive end. I like that the three year part of it kind of it, it nestles with Will Anderson's rookie deal. At least the first four years of the rookie deal. Yeah, I would. I agree with you that it seems light. If you can get it on this deal, I would have done it yesterday, uh, just to lock up that defensive end and make sure that good players stay. So uh, yeah, this is one that I would do. Although the defensive end class and free agency seems like it's going to be pretty strong. Are you surprised we haven't seen a deal from Casero yet? Try no. I will say. I mean, look, Chase Young's in there too. Like th- there is a between outside linebacker, defensive end, however you want to you know phrase it. There's a lot of talent. Leonard Williams is going to hit free agency. I mean, there are some like really talented players that are going to be available this offseason. I'm kind of surprised that they haven't done anything like that. Well, I think the reason that they haven't is because the players are having good years and they don't want to. They want to test free agency. Yeah. Like if you test free agency, the price is going to go up. Now you're negotiating with 32 teams instead of one team. That's true. So, yeah, I think it's hard to get deals done in year. Yeah, you don't see it very often. And if you do a lot of times, I feel like it's Montez Sweat, Laramie Tunsil. And I think you're kind of paying top of market. Yeah, like, like you're trading for a guy and you're like, well, I can't let this guy hit for agency. You're, you're paying them to the point where the agent gives away the right of entering the free market, and most agents don't want to do that. Uh, so those three, who are you bringing back? You're bringing back Nelson on that projection. You're bringing back Schultz. You're bringing back Gernard, 713-780-ESPN, HRMP listener line, 713-780-3776. And what about the draft? Wait your early look at the NFL draft. What position would you like the Texans to attack as we look ahead to the draft coming up in a long time? 713-780-3776. Killer Bees broadcasting live from the decoy in Spring Branch on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, right where you belong. That song belongs to me! And you're back with the Killer Bees inside the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Decoy. Here are the Bees Knees themselves, Joel and Jeremy. Now behave. Just one of those knees today. Blankers out, personal reasons. DNP, personal reasons. Uh, wrong answers only. What are those personal reasons? 713-780-3776. Uh, Joe George filling in. We are at the decoy. A uh, place to get uh, to watch your UFC and boxing fights with no cover. Uh, indoor 24-foot TV wall. Outdoor 185-inch big screen TV. Jake Paul pretends to fight tomorrow. A little exhibition fight that he likes to do. No cover. Uh, Saturday, UFC 296. A great card. No cover at the decoy. Jesse Bam Rodriguez, he dukes it out. No cover. Uh, this is your perfect spot for happy hours, weekday until 7. Enjoy some Modelo, some Fireball, some wine, some Tito's. If you're looking for a place to book a corporate event, maybe a holiday party for your office, this is the place. If you want to plan a uh, birthday for your, for your cousin, this is the place. Want to watch college football bowl games, which start, I think, this week, right? This is the place. NFL, a game tonight. Three games Saturday, and then a full slate on Sunday. This is the place. And oh, yeah, there's volleyball courts outside. There was people playing volleyball earlier today because it's beautiful weather. Uh, business is picking up in here. I think there was an ugly sweater contest going on. Oh, yeah? Last time I walked by. you have any of those? Uh, I, no, I don't. I have one. 
I don't have. Uh, I need to grab a couple. The ones that they were wearing were hideous. They're awful, yeah. terrible. They did a great job. Mine's not really an ugly sweater. It just looks like one because mine is. You wouldn't understand it because you you don't you don't believe in dragons. Um, but in, in, well, game, in Game of Thrones... I don't believe in dragons, and I would be accurate. Uh, in Game of Thrones... You don't like dragon shows, is what I meant to say. In Game of Thrones, the main character, Jon Snow, he always says, winter is coming. So I have a Christmas ugly sweater that says, Christmas is coming. I understand that reference. face on it. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah, oh, I you did the watch the last season. I watched right. the last season, yeah. Uh, Blankers is out because he got hit for touching Draymond's hip. That's a bad joke there. Bad joke. That's a bad joke, 7535. Great 7535's joke. 713-780-3776. Yeah. That's not a uh, that's not a good joke. This guy says bars that do charge a cover deserve zero business. That's a great point. The decoy doesn't charge cover, so they deserve all your business. Uh, who would you It is the worst. There's honestly there's nothing worse in the world than paying cover for like a Conor McGregor fight or something, and then <laughs> there's a knockout in the first like ten seconds. It I is, mean, it is so okay. disappointing. This is the contradiction of people, though. Oh, I know. Is that half the people would be like, oh, I didn't get my money's worth. It happened too quickly. Yeah. And then if you had the opposite where it goes five rounds, full five minutes, it goes to a decision. Oh, it was so boring. I didn't get to see a knockout. I know. Like, you, you can never win. No, you're right. You, you can can't. never win. It's like the old Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would knock somebody out in 30 seconds. Oh, I didn't. You know, I paid $70 for this. What did you want to see? You wanted to see Tyson go to the decision? Yeah. You wanted to see him take it to the cards? And, no. You paid for a 30-second knockout. But that's why Floyd, so many people love Floyd. Was because I disagree. I think more people would rather watch Tyson than Floyd. Like, uh, no, I more, oh, more people yeah. wanted the violent knockout than the twelve round sweet science. He's going to beat you with the cards. Oh yeah, but like, I feel like Floyd was always because he was so untouchable for so long. Yeah. It's like he knew, like even like these gimmicky fights, like he had with Connor. Yeah, it's fake. He, he put Connor. Scripted. He kept Connor in that fight for eight rounds. He yeah, could knock Connor out in the second round. Yeah, like and he but he kept it interesting. He scripted it. Yeah, it was 100%. Hey, it was Connor, we'll make, WWE. we'll make you look strong by sticking around with me for <laughs> yeah. a while, and then we'll take you down in the eighth. Like, yep. It's it's not difficult to, to realize this. All right, Texans, uh, Texans will be participating in the NFL draft. They won't be participating with their own first rounder. They'll have the Cleveland first rounder, which as of today is projected to be number 24. Um, if you had your druthers, way too early look at the NFL draft – Where's your head at at a certain position you would like to acquire a young, promising, fun rookie? Um, well, fun's an interesting word. Uh, at 24, I either want to draft one of three positions. Wide receiver, guard, center. Because typically that's where the best guard or center will go in the draft. Yeah. And I think it is a major, major need for this team. I do not believe in Kenyon Green. I'm sorry. I hope I'm wrong. For his sake, but, like, bust. Okay. So I kind of like the idea of bringing in a guard or center to pair with Juice Scruggs in the middle of your line. Or just looking at all these mock drafts, like, you know, Mitchell from Texas. You're seeing Agbuka from Ohio State. Wide receiver. There's a lot of talented wide receivers at kind of in that category, in, uh-huh. in that area. So I look at those three positions as my main. But, honestly, I've, I've kind of changed my tune, and I'm full-on wide receiver. So you like the idea of Juice, though? I do like Juice, yeah. Do you like Jared Patterson? I don't – I think so. I just – it's hard to believe in a fifth-round pick or whatever he was, even though I'm a Notre Dame homer. Yeah. Like, I, I 
See, they they I were playing pretty so. well whenever before he got hurt. Four two two one echoes the offensive line thing. I hope the franchise has learned their lesson from their first year. If you're going to commit to a starting rookie quarterback, you have to make sure you build uh, an absolute solid offensive line for him. Don't skip on offensive line. If there's a top notch line prospect in the draft, take him. On one hand, I would love to find like your Tyler Linderbaum. Like that would be really really cool. Yes. Like find the Jeff Saturday to Peyton Manning, C.J. Stroud. You know, you catch my drift there. On the other hand. The left tackle for the Texans is still really good. Oh, Titus yeah. Howard should be a good right tackle for what you're paying him. Shaq Mason's had a pretty good year. I'm fine, comfortable with him at right guard. I've liked what I've seen from Juice, whether he's your left guard, whether he's your center. And I've liked what I've seen from Jared Patterson. So, like, I don't – I'm not desperate to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. Now, if you can just be like, okay, there's Linderbaum, and he's going to be my starting center for the next decade and play at an all-pro level, it's like, okay, that's hard to pass up. So I, I, I kind of, I guess I'm on the fence there. I'm also not going to just completely dismiss Kenyon Green. Like, yes, he was really bad as a rookie, but he was a rookie, and then he got hurt. So, like, do I think he's ever going to start a football game for the Houston Texans again? I, I Actually, I do. I would bet money that he starts another game for the Houston Texans. And he was, at one point, a very talented prospect. So I don't hate the idea of Kenyon Green, Juice Scruggs, my, and um, Jared Patterson. You have three pretty good. You know, guys that have shown you stuff. Yeah, three for two. Well, two that have shown you stuff, one that's a talent, and then you try to win two jobs out of them. I don't hate that idea, but it would also be hard to pass up on a Linderbaum uh, if he's available to you. A lot of people you know, bring up the receiver thing. It's like the, on the text line, you brought up receiver there. I'm actually kind of opposed to that. Um, Tank's really good. He'll be back. Nico Collins under contract. He's been really good. Should go over 1,000 yards this year. Where were both of those guys drafted? In the third round? So Nico, Nico Collins, was tra- he traded up for Nico in the third. Tank Delu traded up as well in the third, I believe. So we've seen that Nick Casario can actually evaluate wide receiver talent pretty well. So I'm more open to the – like, I want a receiver in the draft. I want a running back in the draft. But I want those in the middle rounds. And I think Casario's done a pretty good job of being able to evaluate that. I'm of the idea where I kind of want defense. And it's probably like it's probably too early to be drafting like middle linebacker, stuff like that. And who knows what the draft board's going to look like. But this defense needs an upgrade Help. in the linebacker core especially. Mm. And then it also depends on what you're doing with its free agents. Like if John Grenard's no longer a Texan, you might have to draft the defensive end there. What are, what are the contract situations of, um, you know, what does – what does Sheldon Rankins do this offseason? If you're not bringing him back, you might have to draft an interior defensive lineman. If you're not bringing back Nelson, you might have to draft the corner. So what the Texans do in free agency, I think is going to be a huge determining factor in what they do in the draft. Yeah. And from a skill position point of view, I want those guys in the third, fourth round, though. Like, go give me a good receiver in the third, the best one that Nick thinks is there. Go give me the best running back that Nick thinks is there in the fourth round. The only My only counter to that, just a little bit, is that I think you just you draft what you view as the best spot, even if you double down. And I, nor, I would never have said that before this year. But I watched the Detroit Lions go out in free agency and spend a ton of money on the linebacker spot and then draft a linebacker. I watched them spend a ton of money on David Montgomery and then draft Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you know, I, I normally I'm against it, but it kind of worked for them. So it's even though, even if you find someone, I really do kind of believe in once you have your quarterback, it's always best available. Even if you re-sign Steven Nelson and the best player on your board is a corner, yeah. I'm taking a corner. Steven Nelson can replace Jimmy Ward and play safety. I don't know. Be creative. <laughs> like, figure something out. I just I, That, to me, is the best philosophy. I think, And I think that's part of the reason why I say wide receiver because it just feels like that's going to be the best position available 
when you're on the clock this year. Yeah, I'm I'm a best available guy myself within reason. Like you're not drafting a quarterback there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to draft best available besides quarterback. You're probably not going to draft a tackle there unless you think Titus Howard's a left guard, which he's not. Um, if you sign Grenard and then you spend a third, you know, the number three overall pick on Will Anderson, you're probably not drafting a defensive end. Um, like I, to me, that's a, that that needs to be a starter. Yeah. Like, and it, I'm not. I have no problem with best available. I'm a best available kind of guy. But if you're like a playoff contending team, you probably need to be drafting a starter late first round. I think a starter is a rookie. How would you feel if they drafted Jonathan Brooks? The running back from Texas. Uh, I know he's coming off the injury, injury, but like it seems like he is the number one. Probably not a fan. I can't imagine Blake Corum's going to go in the first round. No, I don't. I don't really want a running back in the first. I think you yeah. can, like. I mean, look at Achan. Like Achan was know. a look where Achan went in the draft. Should have been a Texan. Like, and look at who's uh, the Rams running back, Kyron Williams. Yeah. Like, look at that. Look at that story. Like, you can find talented running backs, and then if you have a good offense, they're going to produce. And they should be producing in a Shanahan offense, too. Like, they're known for finding any running back and then have them running for 1,000 yards. I'd rather, I rather the Texans spend a little bit of money on a veteran running back in this because this free agency class is ridiculous. It's awesome. So you're going to have, like, Saquon Barkley. You're going to have Austin Eckler. A couple of names are – like, Derrick Henry's a free agent. Not Tony that, Pollard. Not that I want the Texans to be in on yeah. Derrick Henry, but Tony Pollard. So, like, you have a pool of really good running backs, like like starting running backs I mean, in the I, NFL. I you want can, you Barkley. Can, you can probably get them on a – like, close eh. – Barkley, you might have to spend, like, 15 a year, but you can find a really good starting running back on a 10-year deal for two years, yeah. like t- $10 million average. Like, 20 years, two years for a really good running back. So, I'd rather have that proven commodity for two years to, to pair with C.J. Stroud as opposed to drafting back. one in the first round. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, and I think it's not. They're definitely the running backs in this class are going to be on a different, you know, level than what Jameer Gibbs and Bijan were last year. They're they're not the. This is closer to like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and we see how that worked out. He barely plays in Kansas City, so I I, I just I kind of I'm leading wide receiver right now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and, I would and hoping that a Dunze from Washington is there. Roma. You hear the story on him? He like punctured a lung in his last game, and his his mom and two athletic trainers took turns driving him back home on a twenty hour trip. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty intense. Credit to those student trainers. Yeah, that's right. Maybe they weren't. They said athletic trainers, but I don't know if they're students or not. But that's unbelievable. Uh, Honey Glaze Branham. Blanky is out because he smashed it at karaoke last night singing Shock the Monkey by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> a talent scout happened to be at the bar and signed him to a record deal. He'll now be making an album covering 80s Billboard hits. He's currently in L.A. looking for a two-bedroom flat. He does get it up there an octave every, every day when we start the show. Uh, 713-780-ESP. What positions would you like in the Houston Texans draft? Also, will the NBA players, these, these guys, will they ever stop acting like children? It's the Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. ESPN 97.5.com. One of these guys cheats at fishing. We got weights and fish. There we go. Oh, Back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, live at the decoy, and your favorite drive time sports talk, the Killer Bees. Here they are, Joel and Jeremy. No, um, no blankers today. Joe George is in his place. It's a DNP, personal reasons. What are those personal reasons? Wrong answers only. 713 780 3776. Uh, this texter is taking Honeyglaze Branham's joke to task. He says that joke was weak, A letter, F letter. Uh, the one that you said sucked was better than that. Honeyglaze Branham's joke was way too long. Okay. 50-30, Blankers is out researching more cliches to add to the repertoire. That's a good one. I'm going to add that to B-Tex <laughs> real quick. 
That's uh, going to be featured in tomorrow's show. I can't wait for Mean Text tomorrow. Uh, that's my favorite segment of the week. Yeah, especially the first one that's on the list. I can't wait for you to read it tomorrow. I, I love that segment. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, the cliches aren't that bad. I still understand the brother-in-law. He knows that, though. <laughs> I don't get it. I need to explain it to me like I'm a moron. You, you still t- not get it? No, I don't think so. I think you tried to I explain didn't, it to me, I too. didn't understand it when he first said it. Uh, yeah, brother-in-law and me is kind of ham and egging. Like, you're kind of tag-teaming yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's weird to me, though, like, brother-in-law. Like, why is a brother-in-law mean, like, a tag team? Yeah. You know, like, that isn't – I don't really – I don't understand where the reference came from. Uh, but seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Why is Blankers not here today? Wrong answers only. Uh, Lamont says, wow, we are back to draft talk, and I kind of like it. The real question is, should the Texans lose out to get a better pick away? <laughs> no, we haven't been on that all year. Um, yeah, it's fun to have a good football team. It's fun not to talk draft. Like December, I mean, Last December, we were talking about every college quarterback that existed. I'm, every I'm one on- of them. Jeremy, I'm going to be honest. If they're not going to make the playoffs, I hope they go 0-4 the next four weeks. Well, it doesn't matter. They don't have oh, their own first. I'm an idiot. You're yeah, right. you are. I hope the Browns go 0-4 <laughs> the next four weeks. Well, Jesus. the Texans wouldn't. The Browns couldn't go 0-4 the next four weeks if the Texans do. Yeah, well, I don't want the Texans to go 0-4 <laughs> anymore because I forgot they didn't have their own pick. Someone said tight end. Tight end would be awesome if it's Brock Bowers. I don't really know the tight end draft class all that well after, other than that. I can't imagine taking a tight end in the first round that's not named Brock Bowers. Uh, same. I have a draft crush on Brock Bowers. Yes. A major draft crush on Brock Bowers. I like talking NFL draft because I like watching college football, and I like watching college football broadcast. Uh, 7308, I'm not going to say what you said Blankers is out for. That's not even one that's going to make it to yeah, uh, mean text. Maybe maybe after hours with the Killer Bees. Uh, 50-30, he drops a cliche twice a sentence. <laughs> uh, Blank is sitting out tonight's bowl game in anticipation of entering the draft. He's opting out. He's opting out of the show. Honey Glaze Branham, obviously that guy can't follow a storyline. Uh, what a key from Blankers. Key from L.A. Blankers is out with me celebrating my birthday today. Oh, okay. key. Key from L.A. Just thought it was the most unsubtle way to say to it's just my drop a hey, guys, it's my birthday, look at me. So that was such a bad way to say it's my birthday. Yeah. I'm not even going to wish you a happy birthday, when Key is, from L.A. In is, fact, I'm going to nominate you for the car wreck of the day. Seven one three seven eight zero espn your nominees for car wreck of the day. Key from L.A., top nominee for just drop. Oh, it's my birthday. Look at me, guys. <laughs> look at me. And the way that you did it. Well, Blankers is out with me celebrating my birthday. Blankers doesn't even like you, Key from L.A. That's he true. He writes about you all the time because he gets a little sensitive about a few of the mean things you say from time to time. Yeah, if it was Jeremy out and you said that, like I could buy it, but. <laughs> Like, if it's Blankers, that's not going to work. Yeah. When is Blankers' LA. birthday? We owe him a big cake this it's year. It's sometime in June. He always talks about how we have the same birthday in June. Why do we owe him cake? Because he was upset we didn't get him a cake last year. I've never been gotten a cake. You got a cake this year. Did I? Oh, it was yeah. a fake prank. <laughs> we, I bought my own cake to prank him so he would get sensitive about he not getting a cake, and it worked like a charm. I know. He fell for it hook, line, and sinker. No, we're going to get a special cake. I would, Co-workers that are guys don't buy each other cakes for their birthday. You do if there's a – I'm considering, like, seeing if I can get a stripper and a cake for Joel oh, well, on the not air. not going to be there. I know you will. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it on a day when you're on vacation. <laughs> Make sure, just let me know what day that is so I'll DNP personal reasons on that day. Oh, that's a mean text. What would they say? 5030. Imagine listening to this show on your birthday. <laughs> Oh, it's a pretty good one, though. <laughs> it is good. It is good. I do enjoy that. I, I respect that one. 6837 says that Blankers looks like Bill O'Brien. Oh, no. that's That might be the meanest things everyone said about Blankers. 
You don't think they look like? I can see a little resemblance. He doesn't have the well. Blankers isn't as chunky. He doesn't have the the full the chunky. butt chin. Yeah. He doesn't have the full butt chin. Yeah, I don't. But O'Brien's chunkier than Blankers. Blankers yeah, for is sure. Little, Blankers is in better shape. Yeah, but I could see a little bit of resemblance, like he in just, the face. Uh, I just don't think he would go so crazy like Bill O'Brien goes. You don't think? I don't know. Bill O'Brien, I think. He really, he really goes off the handle. The one from him and Mac Jones a couple weeks ago was embarrassing. <laughs> like it, it was honest. It, it's pathetic how unhinged he looks on the sidelines. Yeah, I mean, I'd be a little unhinged too if Mac Jones was my quarterback and yes. my livelihood was in his hands. Fair. Like that would. Uh, he can be the OC for the Washington Commanders next. I'm year. curious about his future. By the way, he follows Bill, right? I doubt it. You think Josh McDaniels and Belichick are back together next year? I don't know. Like, one, one, where is Belichick? Two, is Belichick still in the league? Three, would they bring O'Brien, who's awful as an OC, who yeah. is hiring O'Brien? Like, I think O'Brien huh. I think O'Brien might be an offensive coordinator at, like, Rutgers. So you think there's a chance that Belichick's not in the NFL next year? Sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, that would surprise me. I feel like it's pretty – I feel pretty confident he will coach in the NFL Well, I'm like 70-30 that he'll coach, but I think there's at least a 30% chance he doesn't. I think there's a 30% chance he never coaches again. Interesting. No, I do think he's chasing Shula. That's why I'm 70-30. That's I why I feel plaus- like – I think it's plausible he doesn't coach again. I think it's plausible nobody huh. wants him. Pl- like, no. Is he outdated? Is he is he too old school? Like, this team's no good. Is he a part of the reason that they're no good? He hired two years ago Joe Judge and uh, Matt Patricia to be his OC. Has the game passed him by? Like, I can, There's probably lots of owners that wouldn't want anything to do with Bill Belichick. There is, but I think there's one owner who will take I, it. I, I agree, but I think that what if that one owner doesn't come up? No, you're right. I think, But I think very specifically, I, I think Washington – will hire him. I know it's just not it's not just rumors. There is a clear track record in the NFL. I think a lot of of owners of new owners wanting to bring in like an established personality. An established person like Bill Parcells was hired by the Miami Dolphins when their new owner took over. So I, I think Washington ends up with Belichick. But I still yeah. even like even it's crazy because they just fired McDaniels. Vegas wouldn't shock me. Washington, the Chargers Did you see the Vegas rumor today? No. Gruden back yeah yeah they're saying that there's a good there's a well i wouldn't say good chance there's a chance that gruden goes back to las vegas and it would save the nfl like this huge lawsuit and stuff that's going on that and davis would be crazy remember davis didn't want to fire gruden i mean i i guess but that i would seems... love to see, from an entertainment point of view i would love to see it oh imagine that first press conference it would be awesome because like, he's, probably, he's, he's probably, probably like the high road i think i don't i don't know i think you john would. gruden yeah, like, but at the same time, you want to still coach in the NFL. Yeah, and you just true. had a little egg in your face. Like, yeah, I, I would be. That would surprise me if they made that move, just because, you know, like like whether the email should not have probably got leaked out the way they did. But what he said was wrong. Like, I don't think there's anything, you know, any disagreeing with that. I would be surprised if Gruden. That's a crazy rumor. It is a crazy. I would be really surprised too. In fact, it might even be Gruden that's doing that because Gruden I name was in the mix. It which was it uh, Indiana. Yeah, that was weird, though. Yeah, I think it, see, I think that I think that Gruden's people might be putting Gruden's name out in the cycle to try to, to try to garner interest elsewhere. I think that's what Harbaugh was doing a year for years. I think that's what he did with Chicago. Yeah, like I don't think he was ever really considering going to the NFL. I don't think any NFL teams were considering Harbaugh. No, I don't. Like not the th- last yes. two cycles, I, I think the Bears one is one of the funniest things that's happened in recent memory. He and the Bears president literally despise each other. <laughs> when Kevin Warren tried to ruin college football. And shut down in, in 2020 and say the Big Ten was not playing. Jim Harbaugh, like, eviscerated him. And now really? Kevin Warren's the Big Ten president. 
or he was the Big Ten president, now he's the Bears president. Like, he was never going to the Bears. So weird. Uh, will NBA players ever stop acting like children? <laughs> no. Giannis yesterday was really mad that he didn't get his game ball. The Pacers didn't want to give him the game ball. Giannis was yelling at his teammates, you guys need to really go get the ball. Giannis ran up the aisle, was yelling, give me the ball. The Pacers were saying, you're not getting the ball. The GM got elbowed in the ribs about the ball. They're all arguing about the ball, which, I mean, Maybe that's not a surprise. NBA players always argue about who's getting the ball. I mean, now, now, what a bizarre scene. Now, Thanasis, his brother, almost got into a fight in that game, too. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. And honestly, I think the weirdest part about it is what is how they responded about the ball after the game that they the Pacers kept it because of this player who got his first NBA point. Oscar Chiwa. That's factually incorrect. Is it? He scored a point in an in-season tournament game. Did he? Yes. So, like, they put out this big social media post. Oh, I didn't and then know this. It was immediately debunked. So, like, yes, is his first, unless, you know, the in-season tournament counts to your regular season record. All of them except for the championship game. Yes. And, oh, maybe it was in the was championship. Was it the championship game? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe maybe people got that wrong. See, but that, no, it was the championship game because it doesn't even show up on his pro basketball reference. Ah, see that? So that one is, it doesn't count to his ledger. This is his first NBA point. Well, that's stupid, first of all. Well, it can't because it's an uneven game. That's their 83rd game. Yeah, but you should earn that. You earn that game. Yeah, but how are you going to do that in the standings? I know. It's complicated. But it, the whole that whole thing is so stupid. It is. the What's stupid? All of it. The, way, the excuse for the Pacers to not get the ball back, the tantrum that Giannis was throwing, all of it was just, it was sad. Yeah, Chiwa scored one point in the NBA in-season tournament championship, the NIT championship. Gotcha. Again, so okay. he hadn't scored an NBA point. Gotcha. That's, I, I agree with the Pacers. Like, to me, the precedence goes to the guy who's scoring his first points really? in his NBA career. Over 64? No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay, this might be a real semantic Plus, argument, it was in, Jeremy. It was, in, it was in Indiana. I know. So, yeah, they, they, like if you get your first base hit, where does the ball go? Now, it's different in baseball. They use hundreds of balls in a game. Basketball uses the one. Can I say I would feel differently if it was a field goal and not a free throw? Is that a dumb argument to make? Yeah, it's still a point. Because, like, it's a, it's a free throw. What's well, harder for Chihuahua to make free throws? <laughs> is he bad at free throws? I, I, yeah, I think so. I, I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I mean, That's what's what, funny, too. He was, is like, this, the AP player of the year two years ago. Like, this guy who, like, oh, okay. That's from Kentucky. Yes, I remember him now. I did not realize he was on the Pacers. But, like, this totally irrelevant, sorry to be rude, basketball <laughs> player, has become like the now like the like the major part of the storyline with Giannis. So weird. Because Giannis, I mean, 64 was incredible last night. Just weird. Yeah, I would have given the ball to Chiwa. No doubt about it. Giannis, I like Mark Cuban's idea. Just give that guy the box score. Give Giannis the box score. But he's he's running up the ramp to fight the guy. I know. And I think the Pacers, like some of the Pacers, like, here you go, take this basketball. And I think it was like a, it was obviously a fake basketball. After the game, he was like, when he met with the media, he was like, oh, I don't know if this is the real one. <laughs> like, this, is, this is ridiculous. All right, let's get to our car wreck of the day. Get your nominees in. Who should be our car wreck of the day? 713-780-3776. The HRMP listener lines. Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5, ESPN 92.5. Speaking of the HRMP listener line, uh, Mike Holly runs HRMP. Go Cougs. U of H class of 1990. We saw him yesterday at the uh, occasional invitation. Saw Chris Fisher over there as well. Great people over at HRMP. And it's a great company that wants to help your great business. HRMP has been protecting the interests of businesses for nearly 25 years. HRMP provides comprehensive human capital management services, including 
HR compliance, benefits administration, and payroll. HRP will also work with you to customize a plan for whatever you need. There's nothing cookie cutter about HRP. You're not reading off a menu. If you need a little help, a lot of help, anything in between, HRP will create a plan for what you and your business needs. Their customer service second to none. You'll never talk to a stranger on the other side of the line. You'll always talk to someone that's familiar with you and they're familiar with your company. I can speak to that customer service anytime I have a question. Always get a quick response. Very easy to understand. Let HRMP take on the demands of human resources and eliminate your HR burden so you can get back to growing your business. Give them a call at 281-880-6525. Let HRMP customize a plan for you. 281-880-6525. Or check them out at hrp.net. That's hrp.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. You all right? <laughs> My leg is broken. The ball's oh, coming see. through. Let me see. Let me see. Ah! Ah! Ball, you prick. Where's my fucking money? This is the Car Wreck of the Day brought to you by CarWreckTexas.com. Nominated for the Car Wreck of the Day, 713-780-ESPN, 713-780-3776. Alex has nominated you, Joe. Oh, Shocker. He's, he's nominated you for not showing up tomorrow. That's it not my fault. Says it's an early entry. I'm a team player. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. I mean, I make the schedule, but I'm a team player, Jeremy. Yeah. Brian told me he wanted to go to Kobo's. I said, okay. Are you going to be there tomorrow? No. So Alex is not wrong. No, Alex is not wrong, but I'm being a teammate, a good teammate. Okay. Alex says you're lying. He's not lying, though. Andrew Alex. will be there. Andrew's going to be there? From 12 to 3. 12 to 3, Andrew will be there, and then BMAC will be there from 3 to 6. Yep. There you go. We'll be out at Kobo's tomorrow. We're currently out at the Decoy and Spring Branch. Uh, your spot to watch the fights, no cover charge. Uh, Jake Paul tomorrow, USC 296 Saturday. Uh, Jesse Bam Rodriguez Saturday as well. College football starts. The bowl games start. This is your place to watch it. A 24-foot TV wall outdoor. There's a 185-inch big screen where all the volleyball courts are. Uh, NFL all weekend. There's three NFL games Saturday. There's one coming up here tonight, too. Uh, weekday happy hour until 7 p.m. There's still an hour for you to get in on the happy hour specials of Modelo, Fireball, Wine, and Tito's as well. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, the decoy in Spring Branch is the thing to do. Uh, I think Giannis should be nominated for his behavior yesterday. That Agreed. was that was so childish. Yep. I could not believe what I was watching. It looked like a couple of elementary kids fighting over the basketball on the playground. I, I literally could not believe what I was watching. The NBA never ceases to amaze me, ever. It, and that stunning. was like a new low. That was a new low yesterday. He's running up the tunnel to the opposing locker room because he literally wanted his ball. Yeah. And told his teammates, you better go get my ball. Well, that's what's funny, too. Like, I think it's almost like a, it's a dual nomination just for the way he was acting, but the fact that he didn't have, at first, enough courage to go get it himself. Like, yeah. it, it's a total... It was so weird uh, that he was asking his teammates to do it. Like, are they his muscle? Are they his hired help? Well, was it his teammates or was it, like, the equipment manager? No, he's I couldn't in the, tell. He was in, I mean, he was in the huddle with his teammates. Okay. Like, maybe the equipment guy was, like, I, I thought him? I thought I saw one person that looked like they were not in uniform in the area. Maybe he was yelling at that guy. But regardless, it was just – it's pathetic. The NBA is so funny because they go viral for the wrong reason all the time. Yeah, they really do. I really feel like that it's not – we are past the days where, like, the biggest moments in the NBA have anything to do with basketball. Joseph, is, uh, 
Draymond Green, it's Giannis, it's trades, it's free agency, it's all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Josh from Seabrook, car wreck of the day, Draymond Green, much deservedly so. He won it yesterday. He won it yesterday, I right? Assume. Draymond won it I, yesterday? I, I, yes. I, That's right, I, you left early. I was listening. Draymond, Draymond left early. Uh, or Draymond won it yesterday. Joseph says nominate Branham. He spelled my name wrong. Name, he said nominate Brahman for ceases to amaze me, it ceases. What did I say? I'm a little under the weather. I don't know what I said. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm fighting through because I'm a gamer. Can't have two DNPs on the same show. I must have missed that because normally I would call you out for things you said. Did I say seasons or did I say seasons? I don't know. I don't remember when you said that. I don't either. I'm, I'm kind of I'm mailing it in. I'm not feeling all that well. Uh, 713-780-3776. What are we nominating for the uh, car wreck of the day? I'm nominating Key from L.A. Car wreck of the day. He wanted everybody to know it was his birthday. That was my that nomination. He went, he went in the weirdest roundabout way to announce to everybody that it's his birthday. Uh, why is Blankers gone today? Because he's hanging out with me on my birthday. He doesn't like a key from L.A. You annoy yeah. him for a variety. Who knows? I mean, you can annoy him for anything. Um, but he wouldn't be hanging out with your birthday. Like you, you just wanted us to say it was your birthday. Well, happy birthday. But you're also nominated for the car wreck of the day. Uh, my nomination is uh, it's going to be pretty straightforward today. Now, if you want to come into the decoy, watch Jake Paul fight this weekend, good call. There's no cover. Anyone that buys that fight, you're my nomination. Jake Paul? I didn't even know that fight was happening. But like the, if, the idea that there's still people at this point. Who's he fighting? No idea. Andre August. Who's that? Never heard of him. Is that a person? Is uh, it AI? I, who's buying these fights still? I don't know who Andre August is. Like, that's the thing. Is like Now he's at the point where now maybe he's actually fighting boxers. Maybe that's why we don't know this person. He's, but, a, he's an athlete. But the idea that people are still watching this is so insane to me. Guess what, uh, guess what sport Andrew August participates in? Uh, track and field. Kind of close, but no. Okay. Cross country? No. Uh-uh. I'm lost now. Would it help you if I told you what team he's on? Sure. Um, he used to ride. He will ride for UCI World Team Ineos Grenadiers. He will ride? Yeah. Uh, Formula One. Nope. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't watch Drive to Survive? No, I haven't yet. It's on my to-do list. He's a racing cyclist. Oh. I wonder what he did. to. Fi- I want to fight Jake Paul. I know you do. We've talked I, I about I want to this. fight Jake Paul bad. I know you do. I would gladly fight Jake Paul. Jake Paul versus Jeremy Branham. We would, would do be... numbers. You put Branham v. Paul. My name would have to be first because I'm way more important than Fair. Jake Paul. Fair. Branham v. Paul, mm. Madison Square Garden, the Mecca, toe-to-toe, eye-to-eye. You're not doing that for tea to seven? Punch for punch. We would, sell, we would sell dozens. We would sell <laughs> dozens of pay-per-view buys. And then he would go down in three. JB would knock down Paul in round number three. Float like a butterfly, sting like a killer bee. I, I would love to see that fight. Paul wouldn't stand a chance. I would love he to. He wouldn't stand a chance. I've been, like, racking my brain about station ideas for 2024, and there was a point of my of my brain yesterday, Jeremy, that was like, we should do charity boxing fights. Huh. We should do charity boxing fights for the station. If you can guarantee me a million-dollar prize pool, I'm happy no. to do it. This guy says that uh, August is from Beaumont. Oh. He's a Baytown baddie? Uh-oh. I don't, it doesn't say he's from Beaumont on 
on Wiki. I don't know if I believe this. Uh, who's winning the nomination? Who's oh, winning the Car Wreck of the Day? It's Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. Easy. Giannis Car Wreck of the Day, presented by CarWreckTexas.com, 713-999-8773. Free consultation, CarWreckTexas.com. If you've been to a car wreck, don't pay you, you win. Does it for us. Thanks so much for Andrew Carlson doing the hard work. Uh, Joe George, on-site engineer and co-host today. Great work. I'm Branham. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Houston, live from Kobo's. What's coming up next, Joe? Uh, game on. There you go. Game on, Jerome Solomon. Talk to you tomorrow, Houston. Goodbye. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes.